graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Oh, you want it, don't you, Georgie? Oh, of course you do. And there's cotton candy and rides and all sorts of surprises down here. And balloons, too. All colors. Do they float? Oh, yes. They float, Georgie. They float. When you're down here with me, you float down. Yeah, It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, you got your pass, I got my pass, Matt the cameraman got his pass. We are going to New York Comic Con. Well... Provided, provided, we won't go into that. <laughs> provided if, provided, worst if, case scenario, but look, Chris at, least, doesn't... at least Paul and Matt are going to go to New York Comic Con. No, I, everything should be good. Just knock on wood and pray to whatever. Here, fake, I'll rub the computer. Whatever fake being in the sky you believe in, just pray that I will make it to New York Comic Con. But let's just say I will. I have no intention of not going, I guess would be the best way to put it. But... Have, la vie. It is I have it important is. business to handle, okay? So your ass better be able to go. Well, you'll have Matt. You know, Matt is such a good, you know, Matt will be the good um, So this is what's going to happen, okay? So if if Chris doesn't go down there, I'm going to go to his mom's house and stay at his mom's house like, as previously planned. And we are, and this, she has is episode, no choice in <laughs> this is episode 248. New York Comic Con is about a month away. So we're probably going to do episode 249 between now and then. And maybe, just maybe, we can do an episode 250. Like either like right at Comic Con or during Comic Con or in the middle of the day or something like that. We'll figure we'll figure it out. We'll do it live. Well, so I just feel like I feel like Chris is going to be like every second they were to come. Oh look, we're in front of the Batman booth. Hey, let's go live. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, cool. there is. I mean, well, okay. And don't get me wrong. I love Matt, and Matt is my good luck charm. And I, but Matt, like, he likes to hang out in the press area. And I'm like, dude, we're at Comic Con. Like, I wait all year for this, and it's mm. not like. You know, okay, the first year I was all excited and everything like that. The second year, once again, I was still all excited. I don't know, is this year number three or number four for me? I because the three f- or four. Yeah, I can't I, remember. Yeah, and so this, I think this, I, I forget. This could be year three or four, but like I'm still excited about going. Um, I always have a blast. I'm always on my feet. You know, for we'll a guy see. that's my size, I mean, it's surprising enough that I'm on my feet the whole fucking. See, what's, what's going to happen is, the, is Matt's going to be hanging out at the. At the press booth, and I will just be exclusively hanging out at the Funimation booth, so it'll be fine. Well, yeah. (laughs) In all fairness, the Funimation booth has changed in the past couple years. What they do is they have a lot of kids from, I want to say, HMV or one of the stores like that. So the kids that are working there are like retail kids from like a local, I want to say HMV, if that store even fucking exists anymore. So... And I hate to put it like this, and I definitely don't want to put down Funimation, 
but the kids that are working there don't know anime. And, 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 you know, like, I'm pretty sure, like, a couple of them do, but the ones that I kind of spoke to were like, pew, like, like, dude, I work, I work in HMV and I got a pass to come to Canada. Maybe that Comic-Con. was, maybe that was last year. Yeah. yeah. And like, even, even like, um, even going to see, uh, Justin Rojas and shit like that, like, I'm like, I'm here to see Justin Rojas. Who? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, the see, guy that's see, supposed to be your okay, fucking here's boss. A behind the scenes thing, folks. What you got to understand is I'm here in Rochester setting all this shit up, yelling at these fucks right here. And like, yeah, and you're yelling at us, <laughs> and I'm talking. It's like going to McDonald's. So and asking I, here the I fucking, am. I'm yelling at them. I'm like, find the fucking guy that's that sets up this interview. Yeah, and, if, and then I'm emailing the guy, going, "Where are you?" And, and, then, and like, we're at the Funimation booth, and the fun. It's a it's a big giant booth, and the past like two or three years, it's pretty much in the same place, giant booth. You know, it's all it's it's kind of where it has four sides to it, like like, and three of the sides have. I'm just saying it's, it's re- <laughs> they're doing their retail they're setting up they do they do autograph sessions right. and stuff like that but it's like it's literally like walking to like McDonald's and asking like the person behind the counter like can I speak to the fucking president of the company like right. uh, I don't know so well, and it's nothing and like I said it's nothing against Funimation and I understand whatever you know it's not like I get, if, I, get I bet if you had a bunch of anime nerds working there it'd probably like they would probably sell out all the big titles and all the lesser titles would probably not move. But, you know, and they have them and there's all, they're all like right there. I mean, there's ton. I mean, one thing I do have to say about the Funimation booth is that like they got, they're, they're a loaded fucking table. Like, right. you know, I'm pretty sure they have a little bit of everything. And even like the little bit that I know about like anime, I saw they're represented. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely not shitting well, on Funimation. I'm just saying is when you go to talk to the booth people, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> And so, well, it, it's very interesting because if you go to their website right now, if you go to New York Comic Con's website, um, they actually have when you click on guests, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's guests first, and then it, then it gives you another menu. It actually says anime. So, well, it, it's very interesting because if you go to their website right now, if you go to New York Comic Con's website, um, they actually have when you click on guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's guests first, and then it, then it gives you another menu. It actually says anime. Now, guess so. Oh. They're actually, you know, they're actually taking this stuff seriously. But there again, you know, you got, you got Netflix in the game now. You got, I mean, Crunchyroll will definitely probably have some kind of. Yeah, well, Crunchyroll had a, and then remember last year they had a panel last year. Well, see, um, also you got to take. I went to the One One Punch Man panel. Right. I mean, last year I had the interview with the One Punch Man voice actors. Um, uh, you know, I went to I the first time I ever saw Kill the Kill was that. Well, you I also never even take fucking a, heard of Kill a Kill. You're gonna take into consideration too. The other thing is, is they have um, uh, that it's Anime NYC, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. It's it's the first year of it in November, mm-hmm. so I don't know who's gonna exactly be there. It's kind of kind of what happened was, is I guess this convention merged into New York Comic Con, and then they merged out of it. I guess I don't know. It's a weird thing, but um, I'm, I'm gonna be interested to see who's gonna if there's going to be a huge presence down there. Because of that or not, uh, I know Funimation will be there. Toonami was supposed to be there. That was one of the main reasons I was going down there. And uh, Jason DeMarco told me the other day on Twitter that he's—they're not they, the plans fell through. I guess so, yeah. which sucks. But whatever. There was a different. There's another reason which I can't talk about right now. Yeah. Uh, and I reached going. out. I mean, I guess like I mean, I could talk about it. Not that I'm going to talk about it because it, it, right now I have no idea if it's going to happen. I reached out to the guys who play Pete and Pete from the old Nickelodeon show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. I mean, I, I doubt they're going to. They, they, you know, because the funny thing is, um, the guy who plays older Pete, Michael C. Morona, he actually follows me on Twitter. 
Right. So, you know, when someone follows you, you could actually write them a message. Right. So I, I had written him a long message asking if we can interview him at New York Comic Con, if he's going to New York Comic Con. Because I know last year, the younger Pete, uh, 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 Danny Tamborelli, he went to New York Comic Con, but he was part of like a panel and stuff like that. So I'm wondering if they haven't announced it because I listened to their podcast. Um, but I'm like, just in case. And I think they're both based out of New York City anyway. So. I mean, shit, you know, even if, you know, we leave Comic-Con well, and drive down to Brooklyn. It's, it's been very interesting because they don't even have, they don't, they, I don't even think they've announced, like, all of their guests. There's guests that have been announced, but I don't think they've announced everybody. I no, don't no, think no. they've they're, announced. They're, they're, they're rolling it out slowly. I mean, of course, you know, they got the heavy hitters. I mean, like I said, like, Mark Hamill's going to be there, but that's sort Kevin of probably. Kevin Conroy. Uh, Kevin Conroy. Those are going to be, like, uh, photo opportunities. I mean. Don't be wrong. I love Kevin Conroy. I love Mark Hamill. Um, but it's going to be like a deal where you probably have to pay like $90 to take a picture with them. Yeah. And stuff like that. They've been doing that like, because I think last year was Stanley's last year at New York Comic Con. Right. You know, he's done, he's doing the East Coast ones. I think he's even doing Dragon Con. I could be wrong about Dragon Con. He was he, at Dragon Con. He, he definitely did. Um, but it's funny because someone had posted a video of um, like the Stanley booth, like on the inside, which is weird because. It, it felt weird because it doesn't look like it's funny because Stanley just sits there and I, I think they tell the people don't shake his hand, don't touch it because nobody like touched him. And I think before you go into the actual booth, everyone's like, you know, don't touch him, don't get engaged. It's a big long conversation with him and stuff. Like that. And he's kind of just sitting there, and people come and they take a picture and then they leave. And another and they kind of had it like in fast motion. It, oh, was just, it just it was kind of don't be wrong. I love Stanley, and I'm pretty sure at ninety bucks a pop, I'm pretty sure he's right. Think about ninety dollars. For for literally, okay, smile, click, and then move to the next, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's racking up a fortune uh, doing stuff like that. And I'm not, I'm definitely not knocking the hustle. But it looked kind oh, his of, kids are taken care of. It looked like a fucking... Does he have kids? I'm pretty sure he does. I mean, his wife just passed away. But yeah. I'm like 99% sure he has children. Um, his kid, if he does have kids, like, they're taken care of for yeah. life. And, and uh, you know, and look, more power to him that after his wife passed, he's still like, you would think a guy like that, and he was married to her for like forever. Like, I want to say like 40 or 50 years he was married to her. So, you know, when you've been with someone more than half your life and you're in your fucking 90s, you know, it, you, it, you know, it, it shows like his spirit to move on, uh, to like keep going and, and, you know, do, I mean, like I said, it looked kind of sad when you see all those pictures in succession. Because, of course, you know, you go on Twitter and you go on Facebook and people are like, oh, here, I met Stan Lee. And, like, you know, they take the picture. But like, it's literally like one one thousandth of a second of, like, right. smile, click, and then keep it moving. But, um, I mean, yeah, we have the heavy hitters there. Um, you know, some of the people who've been there before uh, are going back. You know, Artist Alley, which is a whole separate other part of... Um, you know, funny, the actual part where they actually have comic books and comic book artists is actually like a little side room. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a big room, but it's not the main floor. The main right, floor right, is like right. everything but comic. I mean, of course, there's a couple of places that well, have they, don't like, they have like don't they have like thousands of booths where you can get signed where like guests line up and they basically get signed. Well, they, yeah, they that. do, they do. I mean, like on the main floor, like I remember, um, I really wanted. I think you know you wanted. Um, uh, uh, what's his face? The Green Ranger, yeah. No, 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 no. That and actually, that's downstairs. That auto, like this place specifically for autographs, is downstairs. Oh, okay. Like they have like it's literally like here's a line when you're waiting this line to try to meet the Green Ranger, you know. And some people like I think they prepaid or whatever, right. or and so you know here's a line and you can meet um you know somebody from Star Trek or here's a line and you can meet you know 
such and such actor. Like I said, what thought was a Green Ranger. He's my white whale. That's like, <laughs> if we could, I think, I think if he's going to New York Comic Con this year, we should focus our efforts on okay. trying to get a Jason David Frank interview because it was because of him that I missed the interview with him because his people said, uh, oh no, come back on, you know, we met him on, it was supposed to be for Saturday and they told us to come back Sunday, but I wasn't going to be there Sunday. But uh, I think, you know, because right now I think we were kind of like brainstorming on who we should try to interview. <laughs> oh, I've already, I've already, it, it, within the first couple days of September, I already sent emails out to a couple companies. So I sent one out to, see what happens is, is I try to, I try to hit up the normal, the, the usuals. And then what I do is I try to get, go out, like try to hit a home run. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and look, it does not hurt. Like last year when I was with uh, John Galbo, I mean, we literally missed of course, there was no way we were going to talk to him, but like John Galbo, literally uh, Andy Andy Circus, mm. <laughs> like well, John Galbo the, was in, was taking the, the piss thing. in the same bathroom as Andy Circus. Here, here's the thing: like we could we could actually excuse me, I, I think that we could actually probably hit a lot more panels between you and me because you know part of the problem is is Matt likes to go to his panels, and mm. I love Matt. Don't get me wrong, but Matt is very set on certain panels and yeah, and this year. The panel he's the this year um, the Once Upon a Time panel, which is the one he loves to go to, yeah. is going to be. It's not. It's not even in. It's in a, like in a theater next to next to uh, uh, the Javits Center. Is it right next to it? I, I don't think it's like right next to it, but it's like like two or three blocks away. Because all all these other theaters in the area kind of take up little sideshows and stuff like that. Like, oh, okay. You know, come here and see the you know the Japanese Toy Expo. You know, so, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 kind of serious. It's like an actual thing. You know, or come here and you know like Kevin Smith. Last year had a thing, a panel thing going on, which he, yeah. he probably will again this year. Um, you know, I'm a little sick. Yeah, Paul's got snot running down a nose. Uh, for the people at home, I just want to let you know that I'm. As I'm looking at Paul, I, I just see this big giant fucking booger just hanging there. See, like, speaking like a, of not recording Friday, like, that was a good booger. reason. Uh, shut up. <laughs> it was a good reason that you didn't because like Wednesday, like I had like my colds now, now that I'm older. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's like somebody reaches down the back of my throat and just scratches it. Well, I mean, you deal, you, <laughs> your job has you dealing with like you're in the fucking right. Panic, so well, it, it's also see what happened. My body, like I swear to God, like every single year, my body, when we go from really hot weather down to uh, like we start to go to the 60s and the 50s, my body's like. Oh, you've been healthy all summer. Fuck you. <laughs> so it's like, here's a cold. We're going to test you and see if you can take this. So it started like, it, Wednesday it started with that and was sore. Then it became less sore. And then it went away. And then I was just coughing and snot. And it just progressed to what I just like, have a little bit of snot and maybe, I don't even have a cough now, but it's just, you know, it just. You're fucking public. I'm like, and, well, yeah, that, that, that kind of pisses me off. But thankfully, like, we didn't have a lot of people this summer, so. I didn't have to deal with that as much either. Well, that, but uh, no, I was gonna say with the transition because we were gonna record on Friday, but we didn't yeah. because I had a very, very shitty day on Friday. Yes. Um, for those following the episodes, for those who've been following the podcast, I've been unemployed and I've been unemployed for oh, about a month and a half now. And you know, things just get shittier and shittier. And I mean, knock on wood, I, I have I have a couple of things because first my unemployment got denied. Then I go to I go to public assistance. Yeah. Like literally, you know, the, the I'm going I, I applied for welfare. And they go, Oh well, since you didn't get your, your unemployment uh thing your numbers have to get reset and they pushed it back. So right now, like the public assistance, the cash I was supposed to get well you know, and I say I supposed to get I, I don't want to sound like those people like, Oh, they owe me, <laughs> you know. But the money that I was expecting, 
It's not going to be as soon as I expect, and it's going to get pushed back to next month. And, you know, luckily for the time being, yes, I'm on food stamps, but I've been on the fucking job search like nobody's fucking business. I mean, this hey, past week alone, I've, I've been on I've been on Craigslist, Monster, Indeed, <clears throat> going to fucking interviews. I mean, literally, my days have been, but this past week alone, I think I've, I've worked literally like 16-hour days just looking for a job. And, you know, I've applied to everything from fucking selling knives to, uh, uh, to, uh, like selling vacuums, being a, being a, a person <laughs> that, that sells and not sells vacuums to be the assistant to the person who sells vacuums, but are going for like the maintenance. I've applied to be like, um, the, you know, now Spectrum is Time Warner, uh, to be like the person that gets Spectrum, like fixes the wires and shit like that, like climbs the sides of buildings and shit like that. Um, uh, what else? Uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies working, fucking working the conveyor belts, uh, fucking uh, was Mott's, you know, Mott's applesauce working the conveyor belt there. Um, uh, you know, looking for a job in and of itself, uh, insurance companies, um, a couple of other like quote unquote marketing companies. Um, this past week has been fucking ridiculous. And I mean, I've literally... I've had like two interviews each day for the past week. I've been like on ten interviews, and some of them are callbacks. Like two of them have been like, you know, we're going to follow up on on the last interview, so that's good. Um, you know, I've had a couple of phone interviews. I had an interview with I had to be over Skype because you take you take like an aptitude test, yeah. and they want you on Skype because they want to make sure you're not cheating. So like, you know, and that one is it's a company that like it has. And I don't so so get let me it. summarize this in two seconds. Chris is trying to get a, get a job. Yeah, I've been, I've been I've been doing. I mean, but I've been doing the job search. But it's funny, like all over the place. I've been. I, I think I'm. You work harder looking for a job than when you do actually get the job. Um, you know, as we record this on Monday, I got two things tomorrow. I got an interview, like at an at a insurance company, and I got a for the job that I really want. Not that I really want, but I mean the one that's of all the jobs so far, the one that that speaks to me the most. Um, I have like a physical slash. Um, like drug test tomorrow, you know, so I got to go pee in a cup and then I got to do like their physical, like lift a 50 pound box and put it down and, and climb a flight of stairs and climb a ladder. So, you know, the, you know, and that stuff, I mean, I'm a fat bastard, but I'm not that fat a bastard. So, um, the things that he has to do to get a job. Are yeah. Weird. I mean, they just want to make sure that you're not a total fucking slug. So, um, I've just, a total fucking slug. <laughs> but the funny thing, okay, so let me just, let me just speak about my experiences so far. A lot of these people are, they act like they're, okay, it sounds like the company that you want to go work for, you know, that's, you know, Ace Chemicals, you know, you want to go work for Ace Chemicals. You go to the Ace Chemicals building, you know, once again, I'm using a fake, <laughs> you know, and that, that Ace Chemicals ties into a story I want to talk about later on. You go to Ace Chemicals. And they and you go to the Ace Chemical building. You go into the building. And you speak to the, the security guard, and you know they go, "Okay, wait here and speak to Joe Smith." You go meet Joe Smith. Joe Smith doesn't work for Ace Chemicals. Joe Smith works for the staffing agency. So, like, a couple of these jobs, are, actually, no, pretty much all these jobs, are some sort of temporary to hire, like temp to hire, or or um, you know, contract where like we can only sign you up for six months, and then we'll let you, you know after those six months. We could let you go. We may not, you know, the, you know, and you have to, you have to keep renewing your contract for six months. So I don't want to say that's deceitful because it's not deceitful because it's not like you're meeting at some shady office on the other side of town. You're actually going to like the Ace Chemical factory. Or are you? Or am I? Mm. No, but that's so, so there's like, there's that kind of bullshit staffing. Um, you know, I kind of had, 
I went to a place where I went to a place that it looked like, oh, job fair, come on in or whatever. And it wasn't a job fair. It was a, it was a temp agency, you know, like, oh, and then the, that that and that happened on Friday, which is why I'm glad we didn't record on Friday, because that bitch put me in a bad fucking mood because, you know, we're talking, kind of talking about our last jobs. And the last episode, I went into detail on why I lost my last job. I said, well, I don't know if, if you can't be reliable there. What makes you think you're reliable? Because, bitch, I learned my fucking lesson. See, that's when I would have got up and I would have been like, listen, listen, bitch. You ever, first of all, what's your manager's name? Second of all, you're lucky I don't punch you in your fucking face. Yeah, it was it was very, very off-putting yeah. the way she, now what happens was is that one of the earlier, earlier parts of this week, I met with another person from her company. Now, he handles more manufacturing, warehouses, and stuff like that. And she goes, oh, well, you met, the guy you met earlier this week, he does manufacturing and warehouses. I do more of, like, office jobs, you know. And if, if, if that's why you got fired from me last job, I don't know if I can use you for the office job. I'll, maybe I could, you know, I'll transfer you back to him. And it's like, you know, like, you fucking snot, you know, you would think a job, a staffing agency, I can understand if I came in and, like, hi, I had got 15 felonies, and, and, well, and I haven't held on a job longer so, than three months my entire life. You know, if I came in with a real shitty attitude, um, you know, and stuff like that, I can understand giving me back a shitty attitude, but she just was giving me shit. Well, see, it's interesting because people sometimes think that if you go to an agency, a staffing agency, it's bad. Mm-hmm. But some of the companies here in Rochester were using those for a while, like um, ADT, the, uh, the alarm company. Mm-hmm. They were using that for a long time. I used to try to get into that place. I couldn't because... Every time I would go to one of these events, or I would I would do that. Oh, we're full. We already got everybody hired. Like what the fuck? Like um, hello. Like I'm better than half the people you just hired, <laughs> and now I can't get a job. Like that's why I gave up on trying to go to ADT because and and plus like you know like I love my father, but just a bitch about my father real quick. Like he sits there literally almost every time I go over to oh, almost every time that I see him, it's like why don't you have a better job? And I'm looking at him like, what are you talking about? I have paid time off. I have sick time. I have all my benefits. Hmm. And I'm getting paid more, way more than minimum wage right now. So I do have a job. Hmm. It's not a $50,000, you know, a year job. But I don't need $50,000. Get and me. times change. Yeah, like, and, and like, here's this the thing. Like when, when he was our age... Or whenever he started his career, things I wish, were a lot easier. I'm going to be honest with you, because my father went through the whole teaching thing. He became a principal, athletic director. Here's the thing. New York is actually, and this is kind of something we can add in into this, New York's actually looking for teachers. And why that's a why that's kind of a big deal mm-hmm. is because what happened was, is that what? This thing has not been recorded. All right. So you know what? Hold on. Don't, don't, I'll just... Um, all right, go on, go on. I'll get the audio from the. I'll get the audio from. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, whoa. Um, so it, it it was really weird because it was like all of a sudden now they need teachers. Like it, it's the most weird. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh-huh. You know. And all right, I'm I'm sorry about that. We're just having some technical difficulties here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't I'll, know what's going on. I'll get the audio from. I'll get the audio from the video. Sounds good to me. But um, okay. Go on, go on, go on. So. So basically, like, every job now, unless you're a teacher, uh, or unless you're, like, somewhere up there, you're getting paid minimum wage, or you're getting paid maybe a dollar or two over minimum wage. Mm. I'm getting paid more than that. And it, it pisses me off because it's like, listen, I, I'm not trying to, you know, be, you know, I want to do something I like. So it, it just amazes me because it's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, I have, I have a job. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I don't know. It's just weird to me, I guess, because it's like, 
these jobs are changing. You're going to be able to pay, make $15 an hour minimum wage at a fucking fast food restaurant. Why would I go and get a job that makes $50,000 a year and I'm just going to kill myself? No, I'm going to do I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to I'm going to get the I have a job and by the way, it's going to be over $15 an hour by the time all the minimum wage increases are up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I, you know, I'm not I'm fine. You know? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we've gotten the economy's gotten into a way a, a point where um, they've really gotten into fucking screwing the little guy. And, um, well, you know, I mean, I'm just saying is, I mean, of course, look, I mean, it's just totally my opinion, but it's just sort of like, you know, things, you know, if our parents yell at us, like, why can't you get a different job? I mean, you know, and this has been all over the internet, like the millennials versus like baby right. boomers. The, the times of, the times have changed. This is not the same, uh, is not the if, same job that is not the same market that you guys had growing up, things well, are a lot fucking different. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing, too, is it's like, you know, you, you sit here and you want... Like, for example, I, I have a bachelor's in business administration. People don't know that. That's what mm-hmm. I have. The reason I got that was not only to be, like, a manager, uh, but also the fact that I wanted to start a business. The problem is, is because of all these wage increases and everything else, it's hard for me to start a business. I could do something online mm-hmm. and honestly... You know, the thought process in my mind is I'm probably going to, when all of this tsunami stuff, whether it continues for 15 years or whatever it does, mm. it, whenever it ends or before then, I may actually do it before then, I'm probably going to write a book about how you can, how to actually run a, a fan site. You know, sell it for 10 bucks. Dude, I'm going to make money off of that. Mm. I could make I could make a good living off of that. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's, that's a, in this age of social media where people are trying to do stuff and do the things that I do, like, I, I could make money doing that. But, you know, I have to do what I got to do right now, you know? Mm. Eventually everything comes around and makes money, you know? It is what it is. But, you know, that's, that's kind of like the thing, well, well, you know, if my movie theater doesn't, you know, I could be in the same position you next year at this time, you know? Mm. So I could be without a job if they don't sign a new lease. So we'll see. I'm hoping they sign a new lease, and I'm hoping that we're going to be okay, but, you know, if that doesn't happen, I could be in the same position you are. Yeah. You know? I don't think that'll happen, because they'll probably end up absorbing some of the managers into the other Regals, I think, personally. Yeah. I'm not going to count on that, but I think that's what would happen first. They would say, hey, I would probably be like, hey, can I go over to this theater? You know? Because if they got rid of our theater... Everybody else's business would go up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, we'll see what happens. But, you know, then that, that's kind of something in the back of my mind. But, you know, I uh, right now I have a really good job. So, I mean, I just I, I just don't I don't like I don't like when people sit there and say, well, you need to get a better job. I'm doing what I want to do. I have secured myself in a position where I have the things I need. Let me do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, after November, I get. My my vacation time re-ups, and I get two more weeks. I get two weeks of vacation instead of one. Nice. So, guess what? Paul's going to be taking a week off. <laughs> I'm not going to take a week off at the end of the year, but I'm probably in 2000, 2018? 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be taking a vacation then, too, because I don't take vacations, man. Yeah. Like, I'm taking, I'm using three of my vacation days to go down to New York Comic Con. You know why? Because I planned it that way. <laughs> you know why I didn't, the only reason I don't have five days is because two of them I had to use for that fucking goddamn snowstorm. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. That was so, like, it, it literally, I had two shifts. I had one on Tuesday, and I had one on Wednesday. 
Fucking storm hits on Tuesday. Everything closes down. And then it went into Wednesday. Nobody wanted to reopen. The mall closed. The mall was closed. Nobody wanted to reopen because it was still doing shit. I had to take that day, too. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was like a mini vacation in itself, but it was just like... Fuck my life. <laughs> yeah. And look, at that was up here in Rochester. That was a storm that shut down the city. That's the second year in a row. For about two, three days. That's we- the second year in a row. Well, okay. The year before we had one, it was one day that it shut down the whole, everything got shut down. When we got that, that, that day that we got 18 to 20 inches. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. Never had that before. Never. We've had, I've been through an ice storm when I was a kid. We had, I think we had another mini ice storm kind of mm-hmm. before. Haven't. That was the that was the worst that I've been through, and that was like 1994. Uh, 18 inches to 20 inches in one day. Yeah, that that's that's yeah, that's pretty pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then you know, and then a little earlier this year, we had was I and I, I forgive me if I'm wrong. Okay, 90 mile an hour winds. Yeah, we had a weir- really weird or, or like 100 yeah. mile an hour winds or air. Parts of our area had a hundred mile an hour. Well, so so what happens? Where is, like is, a lamppost on my block literally got like ripped out of the a tree and a lamppost. Well, I think the tree hit the lamppost. A tree got knocked down, ripping itself. I mean, and I'm talking, I'm not talking like a little rinky dink tree. I mean, this was a fucking tree with it's like the weirdest thing. The roots like, were like literally. Was, I'm not even exaggerating. Like five or six feet in diameter. I remember that because it was it was like a really sunny day, and basically apparently. If it's cold and it's a sunny day and the sun's at the right angle, it will cause the winds to do this. You know, mm-hmm. and it's called a windstorm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it fucked up a lot of people. And and that's the thing, like it, it like we got hit with we got hit with that that snowstorm. We got hit with a windstorm after that, and then we got hit with the and then along the, the lake shore, they got hit with flooding. Oh yeah, the waters are rising yeah. off of Lake Ontario, uh, where like literally and we mentioned this a couple episodes back. My daughter had a class trip to that area. They call it a beach. It's not really a beach, but it's called Ontario Beach. We went there, and the water was up to the boardwalk. Yeah. Now, imagine the average beach from the boardwalk to the edge of the water. 100 feet? Yeah, you know, something feet, like that. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, I want to say, like, you know, you can walk for about two, three minutes before you actually hit the water. Yeah. And the water was so... Uh, the water rose so much that it came to the to the to the boardwalk, and then we were literally there maybe like two weeks later, and the water had receded, but the sand was still wet. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, and it wasn't. It didn't recede all the way. It was. It usually where it usually was, but it receded to the point where you know it, it was further away, and you had a place, but that sand was still fucking. It was wet. It was wet. You can't go as if you're not. It's not beach. Right. <laughs> it's wet sand. Um, and then, of course, I mean, the big news that's been going on in our country recently, you know, you got Harvey, uh, Hurricane Harvey, that that fucking has Texas underwater. And about 95% of it's the water's receded. So that's really good. But see, here's the here's the good thing about about that. I mean, it, it's good. And it's good in that fact is that because it's so hot down there, mm-hmm. it dried it dried out quicker than it than it probably should have. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and it hit Louisiana. Like I mean, like, it did. <laughs> it didn't hit Louisiana as bad. I I, I don't cause, see. That's the thing. Like CNN was just in in Houston, so we really didn't get to see that. But um, Houston got really. I mean, like they literally showed Chris. They literally showed like they they showed before and after images of a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They showed like there. It was like several feet high, mm-hmm. and it looked like a a river or a lake. Mm-hmm. It was that bad. But there again, like, <clears throat> and this is one of the things that still boggles my mind and, and and you know 
it's funny because, you know, like politics, we've been learning a lot more about things. Like, for example, in small towns, mm-hmm. a lot of small towns don't have internet access. Or if they do, it's really, really slow, shitty internet access. It's basically like having a dial-up modem at this mm-hmm. point. Um, how that relates to what I'm, what I'm getting at is Houston didn't have levees and dams that could handle this kind of weather. Now, there again, this is the worst hurricane we've ever had where it just... And yeah, it was like, the worst hurricane. They're like once in a 500 year right. kind of and, and it was the worst hurricane because what it did is instead of what it usually does where it goes, it comes onto land and then just keeps going, it came onto land and stopped. Then it went back into the, the, the Gulf of Mexico and then came back in. But it didn't, it, but when it came back in, it didn't really hit Houston. So that was a good thing. But it did. It, it hit Louisiana, and we, uh, you know, I'm just again, saying, like, I don't for know people, how much for people who survived Katrina, and it's sort of like you know, yeah, and that's that's and it's been thing. about ten years, and it's like you know, okay, you know, things are getting better, and then this shit happened. Yeah, and that, that's another thing that kills me. It's like all there was several people that survived like a different hurricane, whether it be Sandy, Katrina, or whatever, that were in that lived in Texas now, mm-hmm. and now they went through this shit again. I'm like, oh my god, like yeah, oh well, yeah. There's think there's about people. people that. Think yeah, about there's that. people who escaped Katrina. Like, after they left Katrina, they're like, fuck this. Let you me, know, I'm leaving Louisiana. I'll go move to Texas. Let me and now this, those people are under Harvey. Let me make this clear to people, okay? Those of you that moved out of Rochester because you wanted to go to sunnier weather, guess what? I got to tell you something, man. I'm going to stay in Rochester because if all I got to deal with is 20 inches falling in one day, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. My, what, what the fuck else do I got to care about? Dude, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying, man? Like, this, that's nothing. Like you got you got like tornadoes happening everywhere in the Midwest. You got like hurricanes coming up. And I'm gonna tell you something. Here's a weird thing. People think that we've been getting hurricanes a lot. No, this is like I want to say this is the first year that we've had like a major hurricane in the last maybe like two or three years at least. Like we've had some hurricanes around, but nothing this bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean, we were kind of due for a big hurricane. But and then there's that other one, Irma or whatever it is. Yeah, Irma. As as we're recording this, like literally an hour before we started recording this, Florida's under a state the emergency. Florida's yeah. governor declared a state of emergency for all counties of fucking. And, and they're 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 pretty much saying they're they're trying they're like they're tiptoeing, but they're pretty much saying that this is all being caused because of global warming. Mm-hmm. And and they said like Irma, for example, like once it came off of the because what happens is, is it comes off of how hurricanes usually form. They come off of these storms come off of Africa as they head towards uh, North and South America. Sometimes they turn into hurricanes. Obviously, mm-hmm. this one came right off of Africa and immediately went to a, a, hur- a, a category three hurricane. So that's why everybody went, "What the fuck just happened?" Mm-hmm. Like so. I mean, look, I'm not saying that it's a good thing that we're getting these hurricanes, but I'm not saying, but I'm saying that, like, this is, this hasn't happened in, like, I think two, maybe three years. I, I don't remember when Sandy happened. I, I don't. Well, Sandy was about three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, so that was the last major one we had. And I, I feel like we haven't really had any major ones. Yeah. Like, if we well, did, I mean, it didn't really it was, do that first much it was Hurricane Sandy, and then they changed it to Superstorm Sandy. <coughs> right. But my, so, my point being is, is our wonderful. An illustrious commander in chief who wants to fucking pull out of the Paris Accords for this very reason. The Paris Accords is just saying we're trying to fucking get down with the global warming and 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 limit ourselves and 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 
kind of do at least make an effort right and try to do something you know even if it's a drop in the bucket you know you have the best intentions of getting shit done and donald trump's like ah, fuck this we don't need to deal with this we're gonna we're gonna pull out of the paris accords and we're gonna do our own thing well but why so, because he has friends well who some work of the at states, companies that fucking pollute the shit out of the environment some of the governments some of the governors in the states and the other states aren't gonna aren't following this, well yeah so. there's cities there's individual cities that say you know what we're gonna follow the right. specifications of the Paris Accord. But I'm saying, our wonderful and an illustrious commander-in-chief is fucking, you know, he's so fucking small-minded, and these people who voted for Trump are now fucking swimming to their fucking house. You know, learn to fucking swim, people. I mean, that's, well, why, I kinda, okay. that's why I so, named so, the episode so, that. Because so, like, between the fucking global warming, melting the fucking ice caps, and Hurricane Harvey was what they called a once-in-every-500-year hurricane. Hurricane Katrina was a once-every-hundred-years hurricane. And of course, you know, obviously, you know, I, I had a, I had a person on my Facebook page. I had said, you know, this has to do with global warming and Donald Trump and people who voted for Trump. You know, this is what you get. And, you know, it was kind of harsh. And he's like, well, her, the hurricane would have happened if Hillary was in charge also. Yes, of course. Absolutely. <coughs> but the fact that Donald Trump snubs his thumbs, his fucking nose at trying to even like even if he was full of shit, at least act like you're trying to fucking do well, something so, for global warming. So, OK, so. First of all, let me let me backtrack a little bit here. You got into a little, you got into a little Donald Trump here, and then we then we should get to commercial. Uh, I, I won't take more. I'll try not to take more than five minutes here. So, okay, backing up to where I was trying to talk about how um, how I was saying like we, in small communities, no internet. Houston had levees and uh, waterways that they used for hurricanes that were pretty much out of date at this point. So the reason the price tag is going to be so high on this is because they have to fix those. Mm. Because now they're smart enough to go, well, maybe we should do that. And I'm kind of hoping what Congress will do is take money now that we're being smart. Infrastructure, remember? We, mm. we need to do this and go into these places like Florida. like And, and I'm sure Florida's already done this. I, I can't imagine they haven't because they always get hit with hurricanes, it seems like. Um, these places like New Orleans, I know New Orleans has an upgraded one because of what happened with the one hurricane. I think that was Katrina. Katrina, I think? Yeah. yeah. So I know that they got it. They they have an upgraded system. Tech, all those all those in the Gulf of Mexico need to have upgraded levees. Have to have upgraded um, waterways so that way when it does flood, it gets a lot more of the water out and it doesn't flood as bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and then the levees don't break. You know everything gets taken out a lot better. Because this is going to happen more often. That's what people are saying. These, that's what these meteorologists are saying. So, you know, what else What else do we need to... to um, we need to make sure that we're doing that. And I will give... And you're going to hate me for this, but I will give, I will give Trump a point. Because he's actually doing what a president should be doing. And he did go and he did see what was going on. And he is trying to get money for the hurricanes. Now... I understand he's a he's a piece of garbage. I'm making a hand. I'm that. making a jerking off hand motion. People, but here, here here's the thing. I need to, here's, the the the, here's the thing. Side note that I need to say about this is he's regardless to save if I face. hate the man, regardless if I hate the man, I need I, I as, as like other Democrats and other people out there. Yeah, I hate Donald Trump, and yeah, I'm going to try to get him out of office as as soon as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, once once we get past this whole, you know, trying to get money for. Houston. And by the way, speaking of that, if you did not see, if you did not see the, um, oh God, what was it? There was an interview 
with Chris Christie. I don't mm. know if you saw it, but Chris Christie ripped uh, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas. Texas yeah. He just ripped him, and he ripped all the all the all the Cause senators. Texas, because Texas didn't want to help out when we got hit with Sandy. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what what I'm saying to you is is don't be surprised that there's a lot more restrictions on this money from New York and New Jersey senators because that's what they're going to want if they're going to get on board with this shit. Mm. And they're going to sit there and they're going to be like, no, 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 no. You can have your money. But you have to hit milestones to do it. Well, why are you doing that? Because you did the same shit to us. Milestones. Clear that fucking shit out. Make sure that these families are taken care of. Then we'll give you money for your levies in that. Mm-hmm. But not a dime until you fucking do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to happen. I'm guaranteeing you right now. And it should happen because those fucks deserve that shit. And now, like- <laughs> that said, Donald Trump, I don't want him... Look... I want him out of office, yes. But here's the problem. I need him to be a president. I need him to represent the United States, you know, as best as he is a president. I need him to be a president. Mm -hmm. So when he does do good stuff, I will give him credit. He is doing what he's supposed to be doing. And I will also give him credit because it doesn't seem like his Twitter lately, at least in this last month since this happened... Has been that has actually you know been that bad, but that doesn't mean that Donald Trump's going to continue to do that. I'm not stupid. Okay? He's saving face. He's being publicly shamed into finally doing something, just like fucking Joel Osteen. You know, these are people who really don't okay, give a let's shit. Not talk about that. I, you know, I'm just saying is that Donald Trump. You know, they show pictures of like you know Obama during a fucking crisis. You know, uh, going in and like hugging people, and they got Bill Clinton in the in the crowd after a crisis hugging people. Even fucking even George W. Bush. After a fucking crisis, well, and, going and after Katrina and, and hugging even, people. And then Donald Trump is standing in a fire truck outside the fucking stadium, you know, talking to the people that, like, have just showed up or whatever. Well, and... and, 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 and oh, and I, I'm going to donate a million dollars. But, but, but well, that, 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 I, that I don't disagree... I, 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 I hate him for doing... It, it's, again, this bullshit, like, don't sit there and say something and then don't do it. Don't sit there and say, oh, I'm going to donate a million dollars of my personal money... And then backtrack on yeah, that. Well, I was saying, this coming from a guy who had veterans organizations right. that he donated money to, but all those donations came from other people, right. and he donated in his name. Not but, but, to mention but that getting, it's a tax write-off getting, over a guy who's notoriously known for hiding his fucking look, taxes. Look, look. You know, it, it, you know it's, so, it's such fucking lip service. <laughs> it's such fucking bullshit, everything that he's doing. And these people like want to give him credit. Oh, he said he's giving a million dollars. Fucking The Rock gave like twenty five million. Fucking yeah. uh, what's his face? The 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 little guy, um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah, twenty five million dollars. The president, the guy who talks about how wonderful I and think everything. Twenty five grand. We're gonna be actually. so many million. No, I think it was like twenty five million. I could be wrong. It's not gonna be twenty five. Twenty five grand ain't gonna do shit in fucking Texas. I mean, I'm just. I'm pretty sure it was millions of dollars. And, well, and whatever. But but we're gonna give, here, here's the thing. I'm going to give a million dollars to the people in Texas. Yeah, for Look. the fucking votes that he got there, Look. he should be giving $100 million to fucking Texas. Okay, because okay. Texas was up Donald Trump's asshole. All right, all right, all right. We should move on from Trump because we'll be here all fucking night. All right. So but but let, me, let, me just, let me just say this. Look. Okay. We need to We need to make sure we take care of Texas. We need to make sure that we take care of our infrastructure, which means... Just like Houston's going to get, we need to make sure that all of our infrastructures along the coast get this kind of stuff put in. But we also need to make sure that um, once that's all done, Article 25 needs to be put on the floor of both the House and the Senate 
and it needs to be put into play. Well, I guarantee is, you. I guarantee Article you, 25. <laughs> Article 25 is how they can impeach the president oh. uh, because he's unfit for basically because of his his white nash that white nationalist stuff that happened with Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to be able, and that's going to be brought up. Don't worry. Don't 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 worry. It's going to be brought up. It's going to happen. And look, you know, people will say, well, well, Mike Pence isn't better. Uh, Mike Pence is a lot better. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you this, but you see how Mike Pence conducts himself. Not saying he's he's a Republican. He's very conservative. I don't like the conservatism. However, he's presidential. I need somebody that is presidential for the next, whatever, three, four years after we throw Trump out to be that person, to be that person that represents us. Because the problem is, is that we have somebody right now that's not doing their job. And I'm hoping that, and the reason I'm giving Trump credit is because he is getting money for these people. And I want to make sure that he does that. And I want to give him, I want to give our president credit because that's how we're going to move forward here. When he does shit bad, and he does a lot of bad shit, unfortunately, we will call him on that. But the problem is, is we also have to give him credit when he's doing things right. I'm not saying that he's doing everything right, and this is probably the only thing that he will do right this year. But he needs to make sure, but we need to make sure that we do that. Because guess what? He's the only representative we have. They don't give a shit about Mike Pence. Yeah, Mike Pence is the vice president, but they don't give a shit about him. Trump is the guy. If Hillary Clinton, they would the same thing would be Hillary Clinton. But 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 here's the thing. To that guy that said that, um, we wouldn't be close to war with North Korea if Clinton was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guarantee you that because she wouldn't be talking like Trump is to them, yeah. and that's why they've accelerated. Fire if you're right. Is- Number two, um, let's see. We wouldn't have somebody propping up the white nationalists in our country. And three, you know, we would actually be getting things done. I feel like we would be getting things done. I think actually Hillary would probably be able to work with a Republican run senate and uh house but the problem is is we don't know how much they would budge on yeah i mean but at the very least she would have been trying to make progress even if she's hitting a fucking wall at least show the effort of showing progress and what's going to happen is mexico is not going to build a wall mexico oh oh. speaking of mexico (laughs) they're actually donating they're actually sending stuff to us to texas because texas is basically the fucking extension of mexico but uh, Texas, New Mexico... I find that ironic. They're going to build... Not, they're not going to build a wall. They're going to build a dam. All right, all right, Donald Trump. It's time for a commercial <laughs> They're going to build a dam, and Mexico's going to pay for it. And with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. 
every week I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of here. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. All right, Paul. So we kind of we kind of just uh, blew our load. I mean, we, we did have technical difficulties, but hopefully I'll be able to retrieve the audio. So if you wonder why in the first part of the show, like, well, the audio gets a little shitty, it's because I'm actually taking it from... Um, the cell phone can basically basically Chris fucked up. I'm it's sorry. not bad audio. For some reason, it just stopped recording. The way my computer stopped recording right now. What the fuck is going on? Okay. Uh, well, yeah, it does that from time <laughs> to time. Not respond. So so w- see this computer. Uh-huh. We're going to use this from now on. Okay. Okay. Is okay. It, it just okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, right, so so let's kind of let's get into the nerdy news. I mean, not really nerdy news, but I have it in my first part of the episode. But I just want to say. That fucking bullshit ass Mayweather McGregor fucking bullshit ass fight for guys who talk so much shit. Don't be wrong. They're geniuses because they talked a lot of shit. They got a lot of people fucking riled up. And that fight was the most pathetic, sad fucking excuse for a fight that I've ever fucking seen. Because Mayweather's a little dancing fucking bitch. And let's forget about, you know, let's not even mention his, 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 his life's you know his personal life where he's beating up fucking women well you got yeah. mcgregor who's stirring up i mean mcgregor just being the guy that he is this was it was sort of a race thing you know what i'm saying without without everyone flat out saying it it was sort of you know fight fight a black and white sort of a deal you know mcgregor was riling up his people on his side and of course you know you know it's not like you know <laughs> There aren't a lot of black people in fucking Ireland. So, you know, him fighting, you know, a black guy sort of got that kind of whole crowd riled up. Um, that's fight for the 10 fucking rounds that it was. And let me tell you, first and foremost, God bless all the people on Facebook who were fucking streaming the fight. Because <laughs> I watched the whole fight in segments where Facebook, they shut down one live stream <laughs> and another oh, one went up. So I totally watched that whole so, fight. In different versions of people live streaming. On okay, Facebook. so so, um, 
First of all, I disagree with you. I think the fight was actually a lot better than people put it out to be. Uh, McGregor actually got some really good fucking shots in, and I, I sat there. Now, when it got to the later rounds, into the end there, yeah, McGregor just they were was dancing. There's so much fucking dancing. But McGregor, so, now the, I mean, it's and it's the thing against McGregor. McGregor's used to going further than just. You got to give that punching. man credit though. He, like no, he went saying, from he went from MMA slash UFC to you know boxing. Hello. I mean, you could tell there was a couple times he just straight up grabbed Mayweather, and I thought for a split second he's going to suplex him. Or yeah, something. no, I thought I thought he was going to kick him or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, any second now, I you know, because he grabbed, he straight up grabbed grabbed Mayweather, which boxers do, boxers and hugging and grabbing. But McGregor, I mean, there was one point where McGregor literally was behind Mayweather, hugging him, hugging him as in not hugging him like you know, hugging him like he was about to fucking suplex him. So, I mean, McGregor was out of his element. And that's, you know, I'm just saying is the fight itself was fucking boring. It was like they were doing light little fucking tap punches. For guys, I'm just saying, for the for these guys who talk all the shit that they fucking talk, and yes, I'm talking shit now, but I'm not getting to the fucking ring with anybody. Can I can I, it can was, I make something? It was all hype and no fucking. I, there was no meat. The fucking fight was boring. You're, you're, but see, I was bored to fucking tears. You need to like, but see, what you're not understanding here is they don't fucking care. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, they, they're saying they're but, geniuses because they gave yeah. a shit and they walked away with fucking hundred million. Yeah, dollars. exactly. And and here's the thing. Here here's the other thing too. This is what you got to understand too. Okay, I left the movie theater on that night. I was working, obviously. I left there. What was it? Twelve thirty. It was a Saturday night, right? So yeah, and the fight ended I think around it was one o'clock. 1 o'clock. I couldn't get out. So, so my my theater's here, and there's a bar. And there's a bar that the there's, there's a there's a bar in a theater that, that it caters shut down Ridge that caters to you know the crowd of people going to see sporting events. Right. It it and, shut down Ridge. Like yeah. you couldn't get down. You couldn't go down there. Yeah. I actually had to go back. Back uh, through the mall, through the backside of the mall, mm-hmm. go around, go down a different street, and go down another street to get to the road that I needed to to get home. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm not yeah, because yeah, because where you work, that there's a place that and this was, place advertises as if you want to watch a wrestling pay per view, if you want to watch a UFC pay per view, if you want to see you know football, this is the place to go. Oh, that was forty dollars a pop though to get. They, they actually showed it on the screen. We didn't have it on our screen, but. It was forty dollars a pop to to get a ticket at the movie theater to see it in the movie theater. Like, oh, you can see it in the theater. Yeah, they they do that shit all the time, dude. Like, you can see what they've been doing is like a fathom events or something. Yeah, it's fathom events. What okay. they've been doing is is they've been they do the opera. People know about that. They do the opera, um, the Met Opera. They do boxing matches. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they do anime a lot. Um, yeah, they recently just did. Well, I know, uh, like the same day it came out on Blu-ray DVD, or the night before it came out on Blu-ray and DVD, they had the hi- Batman, yep. Bartman, Batman and Harley Quinn. So, I mean, what, what I'm saying to you is, is that this is this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how well it did in the theater, but I'm gonna say like it, it's it's you know it's interesting to see that happen. But <laughs> Jen says still recording on a holiday. Good for you too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, we gotta we gotta record. We gotta fucking record. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, I mean, dude, like, it doesn't really matter. They they all made money. So, and look, look, I did I did like this many people at the fucking movie theater all day. So yeah, I mean, I'm just saying is I didn't like the fight. Um, Okay, so let's get to a couple things. Okay, um, I saw Annabelle Creation the other night with your daughter at one of at, at a rival theater. Not Paul's, but for that. See being, this? See this right here. <laughs> that being said, I was in another part of town. wasn't my idea. 
Because my daughter's mother wanted her to get her hair cut before school started. Um, so we were in another part of town. I went to one of your competitors that does have the luxury seating. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, it was a nice fucking like automated recliner. And I was leaned all the way back. Yeah, you know what? You know, this, is, this, this is my impression of Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I mean, for a movie, because it's like... This is like the third in the series, right? Because isn't isn't Annabelle this out is, of the this Conjuring? Is, this is the this is supposed to be the first one, I believe. So. Well, I'm saying it's a prequel, but right, it's like isn't like the and isn't Annabelle third and the Conjuring like yeah. the same kind of shit? Yeah. So, um, well, basically, basically the whole idea of Annabelle came out of the fact that uh, the one guy has like all these evil things locked up in a room. Oh, okay. Right, and Annabelle is one of the things that's locked up in the room. Oh, okay. And so, well, and so, uh, so I mean, I saw Annabelle. And let me tell you, I don't like jump scare movies. I think they're, I think it's a cheap form of entertainment. I think you know they make these movies for fucking fifty bucks and they make fifty million dollars. For what it's worth, if you're into that kind of thing, it was a good movie. I was maybe because I went in with such low expectations that it came up that right. you know that it was good. And my daughter was begging me to see it, you know, because she she watches horror movies. She, I mean, she was in her mom's house, you know. I was watching fucking horror movies at seven years old, so I don't, you know. See this look I mean, on my face? Yeah, I'm a twisted evil fuck, but I mean, for the most part, I don't see any damage with a seven-year-old watching an R-rated horror movie. My uh, son's 11 <laughs> years old and he ain't even seeing that. Well, but, he's not He's not watching them with me, at least, so. <laughs> but, um, and so, so, uh, so Annabelle, it was, if, once again, if that's your kind of thing, go see it because it's, it's not bad. Um, okay, now here's where. Okay, here's where I'm going to fucking tear into some shit. All right, the past, since the last episode, you know, and our deal is sort of we talk about superhero movies. There's been like three different fucking announcements of the future of the extended DC universe when it comes to... All right, just saying. Oh, shit. Did we lose? Did we lose audio? Did we lose the episode? Motherfucker. I wasn't trying to... Are we we on Facebook? What the fuck is going on? I'm sorry about that, people. Fucking technical difficulties. Again, the broadcast is paused. Resume. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know if we hit the hour mark or what. So, that being said, um, the extended DC Universe, this past couple months... I mean, the past couple months has been upheaval. Uh, You know, uh, Ben Affleck is in. Ben Affleck is out. They're going to do a movie. You know, they're going to do a Flashpoint movie. They're not going to do a Flashpoint movie. Uh, They're going to use... First, they're going to use Ben Affleck's script. Now, they're not going to use it. Or they're going to bring in a whole other actor. Or the Batman movie is going to be its own thing, but has nothing to do with the extended universe, like with Suicide Squad and Justice League. There's been a lot of fucking bullshit with DC. And and don't get me wrong, I love DC. Their animated movies are the fucking bomb. I just saw Batman and Harley Quinn the other day. Great fucking movie. I mean, I do have kind of a beef with... Um, Harley Quinn has a quote-unquote love scene with Nightwing. It was totally fucking unnecessary. You know, she stands on her... <sighs> Poison Ivy's in the movie. And Poison Ivy's with... And I forgot the character's name. Basically, he's like an alternate universe version of the Swamp Thing. And they're both like plant people. They didn't fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do they have to have a sex scene between Nightwing and Harley Quinn? Then in this movie, they didn't use the traditional Tara Strong to do the voice. They brought in Melissa Rauch, the girl from um, Big Bang Theory. Um, The girlfriend, Wallowitz's wife, the short blonde one. And yeah, she kind of did. But they, I mean, they really pushed the whole like... Brooklyn Jersey accent that Harley Quinn has like it was way too much and they made it like way too like she was doing a lot of like Yiddish jokes or Jewish jokes which the Joker does on occasion but I mean they fucking packed the fucking script with it so I don't want to say and it wasn't bad I'm just saying it's not the Harley Quinn I was used to it was totally unnecessary for her to fuck Nightwing 
But that being said, it was a good movie. The DC mm. animated movies are fucking what the DC extended universe is supposed to be. And so we already have Justice League coming around the corner with a bunch of fucking rewrites and Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon added and changed so much to the movie that now he has the official like credit as a writer. Because he's changed so much in the movie. that I learned that recently. Right. So um, Joss Whedon has to step in. But it's sort of like... Now, this past week, or the past two weeks, or since our last episode, there's been like four or five different announcements on new fucking Joker movies. So first, I think they want to have the Joker in Suicide Squad 2, and it's going to be Jared Leto. Then there is an announcement that they're going to do a solo Joker Harley Quinn movie. Right. Once again, with the, with Jared Leto and um, Margot Robbie. Then they were gonna. Then I mean, somewhere down the line, they were ta- first. They were, they were talking about a while back that they were gonna do one movie called Gotham Sirens, where it was supposed to be like Harley Quinn, um, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. Right. But I don't, that fucking disappeared. I don't know what happened to that. But now the biggest fucking double fuck you to the fans, and people are excited about this, and I don't know why they want to do a Joker origin movie, produced by Martin Scorsese. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio. What the fuck is going on with these people? Whoa, 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 wait, 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 stop. So, there's no, there, there is no, like, he's not, he, they haven't, con- they haven't said that it's gonna be him. It, it hasn't, they, it hasn't been it's confirmed. It's been rumored, it's been rumored that they've made an offer, but he's not been confirmed, nor have they announced Yeah, that. I'm just saying, is Martin Scorsese's work with Leonardo DiCaprio, if I, re- if, the, if the article no, that I'm I read was correct. No, I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio's been in five of Scorsese's past seven movies that he's made. And then let's fucking let's understand what they're saying. A Joker origin movie. Yeah. One of the best fucking um secrets of the fucking DC universe is that we never know what the Joker's origin is. That was part of the whole joke pun unintended yeah. of Heath Ledger's multiple stories of how he got his scars in The Dark Knight, right? The Dark Knight. Yeah. He kept he changed his story every time. You want to know how I got these scars? You know, every time he tells a story, it's different. Because he's such a fucking psycho that, you know, he doesn't... He either doesn't remember, or he's made different realities in his head, or he just likes fucking with people. You know, and of course, there is somewhat of an official canon story of the one bad day, where he becomes the Red Hood, and he's like a guy, and he has a wife, and and she owes, like, like um, she owes these loan sharks money, so then he robs a bank... With the guys now, if they were going to do a movie, they could have done the one bad day storyline. It's like kind of, it's kind of canon, even though it's not really canon. You know, they could, had they said we're going to do the one bad day storyline, I would have said bet. Okay, you know, I understand they want to change it and alter it, or whatever. Give us that story, you know. But then to do it with Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, come on. And of course, people are like, oh well, we got objected when Heath Ledger was going to play Joker. You know, in the beginning, yes. When I first heard Heath Ledger is going to play Joker, I'm like, why the fuck are they going to put this pretty boy to fucking play the Joker? But Leonardo DiCaprio, I just, I don't, I'm fucking bothered by that. I don't like it. Um, you know, Martin Scorsese. And then once again, it's a Joker origin movie. And then once, and total rumor, but it's supposed to be like a '40s crime noir drama deal. Where he's a kid born with a smile, all the time, like uh, like you know, like yeah. how like in um in uh the eighty nine Batman, the chemicals make his mouth go like yeah. like what they call yeah. the erectus grin. The kid is born with an erectus grin. <laughs> he's constantly smiling. So even though he's kind of like a nineteen forties gangster esque New York or Gotham, they fuck with him his whole life, which is what turns him into the fucking twisted person that he is. And you know, I mean. 
I get it, and I understand this. I understand why people are excited, but I just like I don't like the idea of the Joker having an origin, you know. Or at the very least, there are a lot of there are there is that kind of hidden backstory that maybe there was an original Joker and Jared Leto is not Joker. He's the Jason Todd version of Joker, you know. Where like Leonardo DiCaprio is the quote unquote real Joker. And the Jared Leto Joker is Jason Todd, totally fucked in the head, turned into the Joker. Because there's no way Jared Leto could have known and been fighting Ben Affleck for 20, 30 years mm-hmm. where he killed um, Jason Todd and, and, you know, Batman has the jokes right, on you. Right, 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 right. That makes too. sense. So yeah. if, they, if they said, you know what, this is, in this universe, there are two Jokers, the same way there are two fucking Lex Luthers, because that's, I mean, that's, they that's flat out they just did. say, you know, then they, if they said, okay, Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> is the original Joker, Jared Leto is the Jason Todd version that got fucked so much in the head that now he thinks he's the Joker, that's why he's quote unquote gangster Joker, you know, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll get that. I could find, I can understand uh, a Leonardo DiCaprio born in the 1940s, or maybe not, maybe not the 40s, maybe a little later, but being the twisted fuck that ends up fighting Ben Affleck's Batman and killing Jason Todd or thinking they killed Jason Todd. So, um, you know, so I'm just, let me just get my two cents in and then we'll move on because we're getting low on time here. Um, so my only issue with this, first of all, I don't care. I wouldn't really care if Leonardo DiCaprio was the Joker. But for the simple fact that um, Jared Leto is supposed to be the Joker now, and then they all of a sudden decided, oh, we're not going to do that. But they're going to do it, but they're not going to do it, and then they are going to do it. And it's like, okay, wait, you're confusing me so fucking much right now. So, and remember, you got to understand, there's articles reading that Jared Leto is pissed about this. Yeah, he's talking to his agency. And, like, like, his agency, like, it's so bad that the rival agency is trying to recruit him because they're not doing, his actual agency that he's with right now isn't doing their job. So, basically, what's happening here, and I think that it needs to be addressed, is that DC, and we've been noticing this with the Ben Affleck thing, we've been noticing this with a lot of things, they're all over the fucking place. Yeah. Um, they I don't need know a what Kevin Feige. They need a, they need their version of Kevin Feige. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, hopefully, maybe uh, uh, Josh, uh, Josh Whedon. Whedon will step up and, and do that role. But they need they need one person to direct the ship, right? And, say, and, and I think that's the problem. Gonna, this is what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I think what they need to do is they need to do exactly what Disney has allowed Marvel to do, and that's like, okay, here's the map, here's the and the here's the points on the map, which the points on the yeah, map the are each individual them. movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we're leading to this one point. Okay, and then we're going to split off again. So DC does not have this map; they just have. We're doing this movie, we're doing this movie, we're doing this yeah. movie. Well, people like the Joker. And it's like, we finally got on it. They finally said, okay, we're going to do a Suicide Squad. They're going to do a Suicide Squad movie, which, you know, has been known as Task Force X. You know, it kind of has another couple different names. But that being said, they said, okay, we're going to do a, ta- a Suicide Squad movie. Great. We're gonna finally going to focus on other bad guys in the DC Universe. Right. Oh, but we got to wedge fucking Joker in there. There was no reason for Joker to be in that movie other than for fucking fan servers. And it's like, yes, people know the Joker, but how many fucking Jokers? You know, how many times are we going to see Joker in a Batman movie or in that universe? No, it's it's give it a fucking rest. The, yeah. the whole reason of Suicide Squad was to show us, hey, look, here's some other cool fucking characters, here's well, some and, other cool bad guys. And here's the thing, like if I don't remember, like if they picked a director for Suicide Squad two yet, um, but. If Mel Gibson was going to be the director, which was a rumor, 
um, then uh, what's-her-name wouldn't come back as Harley Quinn, which is going to piss off a bunch of people. So um, doing this Joker-slash-Harley-Quinn movie that they had said I think was a good idea. I think I personally think that they need to continue to explore this Jared Leto Joker because I really like what he's doing with it. It's definitely a different take, and that's that's the one thing I like that that I've noticed is like you get these people, and it's the same thing with the animated series. You get these different Jokers, and they try to be a di- a, a Joker that we know of. Um, oh, it looks like <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah, that's that's my bad. That's I thought it wasn't it on Charger. Yeah, it's on the charger right now. That's weird. Yeah. Okay, well, so anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so stupid. So, basically, like, I like the fact that Jarrett Leto made this gangster joker. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes a little bit more sense, actually, in our time. Mm-hmm. So Gangsta. Um, but then you have, um, who is it? Then you have, for example, like, if you watch The Batman, that's an animated series. It's actually on Netflix still, I think. Mm-hmm. It might have come off because... Of that whole Warner Brothers DC streaming service. I fucking hate that thing. Um, and I think it's so stupid, by the way. Uh, so, basically, that had a Joker. Completely different voice. Wasn't trying to be a, like the Mark Hamill Joker that we're used to from the mm-hmm. animated series. Perfect. Wonderful. Liked it. Loved it. That's what I want. Heath Ledger, when he took that Joker, that was... If you think about it, that was... Almost close to what the Joker was supposed to be. That's how psychotic that that fuck was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's like you got to understand. Like that is what Joker was supposed to be. Heath Ledger is some people like you were like you know eh, well fuck this guy. This guy's not gonna do it. <laughs> he hit a he hit a grand slam. Mm-hmm. Like this guy. Like the uh, the so even if he died, he should have still if he was alive today, he still should have got the supporting actor award. Like, the, that's how good he did. And, you know, for me, like, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? It yeah. just makes sense that we continue with this Joker because a lot of people are, are excited about it. Look at the numbers that Suicide Squad did. Continue that. And the one thing I want them to do is figure this out quickly and get another sequel out. The problem that these movie studios do, and it's one thing that pisses me off because I am obviously in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at the bottom of the industry, obviously, because mm-hmm. we're the ones playing the movies. But... The one thing that really pisses me off, and I think it affects it, is these movies, these studios, it's not about that they're doing sequels, but they take so fucking long to come back out. It should take you two to three years to bring out a sequel. Yeah. Okay? It's like the whole Avatar thing. There should have been an Avatar sequel, like, years and years ago. But James Cameron, no, 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 I gotta get it perfect. I gotta get it really perfect. So, for me, like, when you bring out the movies, like, ten years later, those, first of all, the people that were interested, some of them are probably dead. And now, like, you're, lo- like, people are like, why do I want to watch this? Yeah. So, you know, for me, get this shit figured out, get a roadmap, do like what Marvel did, and put your points, your movies, on the screen, and then just roll with it. Stop this chaos. And And you know what? Josh Whedon has been through this with Marvel. Let's, uh, why don't you use this man? Yeah. I know you're using him for Justice League, which I, I, I agree with. I love it. I think it's a great idea, and I think he can make a movie just like Avengers that will be more, D- it'll be a DC movie, but it'll be like Avengers, if you understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, I think they can do that with Josh Whedon. And I think if they give him the reins, because of his experience, and seeing what Kevin did with Marvel, and leading that the way, and mapping it the way it is... He can bring control of it and do that. And I think that's what needs to happen now. So, uh, but yeah. So, 
Yeah, so, I mean, we're well over the hour mark, whatever, if, if I didn't lose footage. Um, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about just real quick. You know, Death Note is now on Netflix for all the weeaboos that are fucking complaining about it. I've heard it's bad. Um, we recently passed the Force Friday, which wasn't as big as the last yeah, Force didn't Friday see, no. was. You know, now I guess apparently now there's an evil BB-8. There's like an Imperial BB-8. Like, instead of being, like, orange and white, he's, like, black and gray, and he kind of has, like, a flat head. Um, there's these things called porgies. They're these little cute... They look like... Um, um, they look like guinea pigs, mm. but with big eyes. Like, they look like guinea kid pigs that have big eyes and almost, like... And wings. They look like guinea... Like, if a guinea pig was also ma- mashed up with a bird with big eyes. Weird. And there's these... They're obviously... The cute little things for little kids to fucking get into, like the way the Ewoks were when I was growing up, uh, getting kids into Star Wars. Um, you know, and there's all these play sets, but generally I don't collect the Star Wars toys. I don't, as much as I love Star Wars, like the people who collect the toys die hard. Then the funny thing is I belong to all these communities online that these guys run out and buy the toys and like months later they're all selling them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, you know, it's not really an investment, you know, if you're not going to fucking put them out on display... You know, it's sort of like an addiction. Like, you're like, oh, I got to go out and buy it. And they go out and buy it, and then they fucking end up selling it, like, you know, months later, a year later. So I'm not impressed. You know, once again, you know, just make good movies. Um, let me see what else. Uh, in humans, uh, you know, the... the uh, What's the word I'm looking for? The, the buzz on the new Inhumans is that it's absolutely horrible. You know, it looked horrible. I wasn't expecting much, but now I'm officially hearing that it's bad. Um, I think they played it in, like, red carpet events. Uh, one of the podcasts that I listen to that I like listening to is called The Weekly Planet. Apparently, those guys already saw it, and they said it was absolutely horrible. Um, Toby Hooper, the director of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, passed away. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting on uh, Court from the Cinema PsyOps podcast to send in his uh, his, his his rebuttal. To my uh, George Romero was a fucking hack director, and also I think Toby Hooper <laughs> was a hack director. So Court, if you yeah. want to add Toby Hooper on your rant that you're eventually going to send in, um, you know, feel free to add Toby Hooper because I think he was another fucking hack. Um, and I, I just, I just, I, I, I just want to just give a shout out to Rick and Morty. Just uh, Rick and Morty this season has been so fucking good. The past six episodes, uh, I mean, of course everyone's got their, you know, the dick up their ass for Rick for Pickle Rick. But I liked like the episode where they like they got rid of their toxic cells, um, which you know a person like me is sort of like I relate with that shit all, all the time. Um, you know, uh, you know them going into the post-apocalyptic world where you know they, they thought they were fighting society, but they ended up just being society. Um, yeah, it, if you guys a, haven't if you guys haven't checked out the new season of Rick and Morty, you guys got to do yeah. it. It's it's just and incredible. I believe it's on the Adult Swim website. Um, yeah, know, some of them are. are not most, all the episodes, not all the episodes, but I think all the episodes of this season. They pretty not, much, I think they did like two or three, and then they said "fuck you, trolls." <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I think like if, if, so. if they're like they're like two or three weeks behind. Like so, I think like the first four episodes as as of this as of this recording, I think the first four episodes are up on on Adult Swim. Right. If you don't have cable or if you can't find the 50 other places on the internet <laughs> that illegally streams Rick and Morty. Um, all right. So that being said, I think we should wrap it up. That's what, That's she, what said. she said. Uh, please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net where you can find all things show related. And I reminder to myself that, well, Paul reminded me earlier that I have to renew the, not a, Paul unintentionally reminded me that I do have to renew the website. Um, 
hopefully for more than just another year because I keep fucking slipping. Um, visit two streams of one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes page. Uh, so if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or an iPod, you can download all our episodes or not all our episodes, but um, our most recent, pretty much for the past year. Our, our episodes on iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have that and you have an Android device, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app. It's pretty much what I use to listen to on my podcast. No offense to all the other apps out there, but Stitcher seems to be my little, my go-to bread and butter. Um, what I do is I put it on the listen later option and the available offline. So while you're uh, in your Wi-Fi spot, you know, if you look at local library, McDonald's, or Starbucks or something like that. You can download the episodes and listen to them later without killing your data or killing your battery. Um, and of course, the original hosting site, SoundCloud, for both Android and um, iPhone devices. You can go to the SoundCloud site and download the episodes. I, I try to, I sometimes I forget, but then I go back and I double check. And I'm pretty sure all of our episodes uh, that are on SoundCloud are still available. Uh, for download. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, just go to facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. We want your money. We need your money. But if we can't get your money, uh, you could take two seconds and share and like the episode on Facebook. Share and like our page. Uh, let, let your friends know, oh, this is a good show. They're pretty funny. Uh, check them out. Because right now, um, I like to use a word of mouth because I'm still fucking broke, so I can't pay for anything. Um, if you want to write us, you can write us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Sadly enough, our number one fan, Oscar, hasn't written us in a while. And it's sad when I go and I check I check the email and like he hasn't and written Oscar, us since Oscar, July 20. He's, he's clean shaven for you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. Dude. I finally shaved the beard and, and now he's uh, he's not saying that I look like I have a dead squirrel on my face. Um let me see. What else? We have if you want, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're on we're at Stranger Podcast, little at sign Stranger Podcast. And if you want to listen to the older episodes, the ones that aren't available on SoundCloud, um, I have uploaded all our past episodes on Facebook. Just go on Facebook, I search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Um, you can find old episodes. You could find my Stranger vlogs, which I've sadly enough, yes, I've stopped doing my Stranger vlogs for a while. I want to get back to it, but I've just been so crazy busy with other things. Uh, but you can watch my first. He's been fapping too much. My first thirty stranger vlogs, and then also on our our YouTube page, my second book. You know, every episode of Two Strangers on the Podcast, I I play the commercial for my book, um, Double Jackpot. My second book, Odd I See a Tale from the Road, is now available totally for free in an audiobook version. I took each chapter. I, I have a computer program that reads the reads it to you. There's original music playing under all the songs, which is sort of stuff that I've I composed myself, if you want to say that. Um, so it'll take about five hours, but if you want to break it down, just go on on um, YouTube and search for odd I C O D D I the number letter I C S E E, and you can listen to the audiobook. And of course, you know. Is it unusual and is it is it the first draft and it has issues and holy fucking shit that just scared the living fuck out of me. We just got some lightning and it was very close. I thought I I honestly thought Paul was like take a picture with his phone the way it was flashing. Um, wow, that scared the living fuck out of me. Um, <laughs> Live podcast, folks. And uh, with that, let me see. Um, so once again, you can listen to my book and with that, I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. Well, if we're still alive, you can as find I, me. As I clean out my drawers. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Paul Piscrillo. You can find me 
on Instagram, instagram.com slash paulbuscrillo, which I will be using at New York Comic Con, so you will see a lot of pictures from that. Uh, here comes the heater. Not the heater, the water heater. At the end of the podcast. Yeah, I know. As always. <laughs> it's a tradition. Uh, let's see. You can um, email me. It's paulbuscrillo at tunamifaithful.com if you have any questions. And, of course, you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash paulbuscrillo. So, uh, yeah. And if you if you know somebody that's going to Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, or if you yourself are going to New York Comic-Con, and you want to, like, come hang out, or... or, or we want to do a meetup. If you want to do a meetup, you want to come, you know, I don't know, do anything. <laughs> I'll do anything. Chris, Chris is begging. You know, feel free, feel free to reach out to us, and maybe we can hook up and take some pictures, or if you want to come and join us... Um, We'll have a blast because you know. Hopefully, unless fucking horrible things happen to me, I'll be going to New York Comic Con, and uh, I hope so. We'll have we'll have a good old fucking time. We'll have a gay old time. No. <laughs> and with that, and with that, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. As I'm fucking cleaning the shit stains out of my drawers because that scared the fuck out of me. That <laughs> yeah, they talk about global warming. We got fucking lightning bolts hitting fucking Rochester for Christ's sake. Yeah. Um, we certainly hope you enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Oh, look. The neighborhood's on fire. That's Chris Phillips. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. But <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic Lynette. I know. <laughs> Fucking, are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia. Play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! 
Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.